Hi, I'm Shama. Hi, I'm Amrita. And we're back with The, the Voice It Out, Out podcast. podcast. Season one was all about what makes us the same and also what makes us different. Now we're including more voices to gain new perspectives and opening up the conversation. So join us and don't keep it in. Voice, Voice it, it out. Welcome to the Voice It Out podcast. Shama, how Hi. are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm all good, thanks. We are still in a very rainy London, are we not? Still. <laughs> still. 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 Is Jignasha Ruparilia, and she has had a background in banking, relationship banking, and credit for the last decade. She is now has recently had a career change in the learning and development area, still in a banking sector, but in learning and development. Yeah, and she says this is boring. I don't think this is boring at all. She is married, fifteen years <laughs> married, and has two very lovely daughters. So we'd like to welcome Jigasha. Hi, Jigs. Thank Hi, Jigs. you so much for having me. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, today's conversation, we hope, will be around kind of challenges that you faced in your career and generally about, you know, your work towards South Asian Heritage Month mm-hmm. and also just the challenges we face as Asian women Absolutely. in our careers or in kind of in this episode, more in your corporate career. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's quite an interesting subject I because think I think a lot of people will relate to this. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really interesting. You've done so much. So it's like, you know, and on top of that, it's like, you know, you've got quite a colourful sort of professional life and yeah. quite a colourful personal life. Like, that's what we think anyway. So, exactly. yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> so just briefly, like as I, as I touched on, so you've recently had a career change. You've gone into learning and development. Now, this is something that is really close to my heart as well because I feel learning and development in the workplace is so important but in most workplaces, it's just so difficult to do. Mm-hmm. It proves a challenge when you talk about business continuity, when you talk about just general time, I think. A lot of people kind of, or a lot of businesses or a lot of kind of teams might struggle time-wise. But my initial question to you, you know this is coming at you, is why did you choose to change at this time when you've got a really strong background for 10 years in credit and relationships in banking? So... Yeah, as you say, I, I, I've spent the vast majority of my career, so almost 18 years in, um, in relationship banking and then moving into credit. But I actually went on a uh, one-hour seminar and it was around what does career success mean to you? And that means to you, not to society, not to people around you. What does it mean to you? And what the lady did was she made us go through each of our roles and she said, in that role, aside from what you were doing as your job, what you enjoy outside of that. And for me, and that was a moment where I realised in every role I've had, I've always played a people role alongside. So whether that's getting new people under my wing, sharing best practice, putting on learning sessions, doing a lot of inclusion and diversity work, that's all been present even very early in my career. And it was at, at that point where a light bulb almost went off to say, well, if you do it so much and if you enjoy it so much why don't you see if you, about pursuing it yeah. um, as a career so 
I I did, as I say, a lot of inclusion diversity work, um, a lot of learning and development work on the side, and I took the step in a very safe way. I took a secondment. Um, so I'm still within the same function that I work in now, so that's risk function, uh, but in a totally different team. And I took on a secondment. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, it was made permanent earlier this year. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, how did it feel like, you know, having that? Because there's one thing someone saying it, and at the time it's very much like, you know, they, they kind of paint a picture of, oh, you can do anything, and you believe it, you really believe it, but then when you actually go and do it, sort of, yeah, how was that for you? Because being in sort of the same kind of role in quite a, for quite a long time, then kind of changing. Yeah. So how, how did you kind of convince yourself to sort of be like, okay, someone's told me I believe in myself, but then actually putting in that into practice? Like, how was that for you? Oh, a huge learning curve as well, because I'm surrounded by people actually that have a people background. So they've got related degrees, they've been in the space for a long time. So sometimes trying to uh, not not compete, but, you know, hold your own in that environment can be quite challenging because, you know, you, you, you've been, and you're engaging with very senior stakeholders as well. Um, but for me, it's about, you know, being honest um, and using my experience of actually where I've been in the bank to actually help create a better environment because it's very rare that you get people that move from the business into a people area. So I yeah, think a unique absolutely. understanding of yeah. what people want and what people need. So that's what I work on. And, and, and you know, having sort of done the bits and pieces I've done throughout my career helps build the confidence a little bit. But doesn't take much as a South Asian female just to get knocked out there. As well. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. With well, this is exactly it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so true. So I just wanted to ask you: when you went on that course, and when yeah. you kind of a switch kind of went off, you had like a light bulb moment, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. Um, obviously, I feel like I've been on courses where I've had light bulb moments. Not maybe as that strong, but they've been light bulb moments nonetheless. But you know, like I've never acted on it. Mm. So what kind of what kind of did you think that, you know, okay, the secondment, like you said, was a safe option, which I absolutely understand. But what what kind of, how do I say, how, how did you pursue that? And, yeah. and like, how do you, with, I, I know that was kind of a dip in for you to maybe see whether it's the right thing for you to do yeah. or what, but what what did, what kind of level of confidence did you have to have to make that about turn kind of thing? Yeah, it is, it is a, 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 a lot of confidence in a way that, you know, I'm, I'm leaving the people I know, I'm leaving the work that I know, um, and, and I'm moving into a completely different area where people don't necessarily know me, building our reputation again. But on the flip side, I'm also bringing along the people that I used to work with, so I've got that buy-in with those stakeholders. And I guess what was really important for me and important for a lot of people is to have a strong sort of management team that sits behind you. Yeah. So having open and honest conversations. Um, and, you know, everybody that knows me knows how passionate I am about it. And, and I, I, I won't lie, the first conversation I had with my line manager, I approached it with trepidation because I thought, taking a risk here because I'm saying I effectively want to leave the business that I'm in. Yeah. But if I'm not successful in what I want to do, I might want to come yeah. back. But then are people going to write me off? Right. Yeah, it's so true. Right, the mentality. Opportunity. Yeah, yeah. The mentality would be, oh, you decided to move. Yeah. Well, oh, now you want to come back. So I'm going to write you off now. I'm not going to put you forward yeah. for leadership yeah. programs, things like that. Right. But my, you know, my, my, my boss at the time was really 
supportive. He said, look, he goes, you know, you've, you've done your time here. So <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is time for you to be yeah. really supportive. And I didn't, I didn't get this wrong the first time. You know, I, I went through three, four, five different interviews, get to the last stage, and I'm picked by somebody who's already in that space. Mm. And sometimes it's really hard to keep going. Yeah. Right, um, because you know you're not right, and you're like, okay, you came second, or you know, it was only because of this. And you know, for me in the back, I'm a great believer in things happen at the right time for mm. the right reason. Um, and certainly when I look back now, even when I went to a private job in this team, I didn't get it the first time. But my now my manager at the time said to me, "You've really impressed me. I'd like to take you on on a secondment basis." And that wasn't even the secondment I'm on now. It was hard for me to work for her half a day a week. Oh, that's um, that's, 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 that's so I did yeah. a little bit that way. So I suppose what the message is is that if you really want to pursue something, there are ways that you can do it alongside yeah. what you're doing in a really safe way. It's a bit of a radical move. It is, you know, people say, "Oh my God, you're being brave for doing that," but it's like at my core, I want to make a difference to people, mm. and that's what that, that's what really drove me to make that move. Um, and as I say, I've had moments of, oh my God, what am I doing? <laughs> as we all do. But we do. But the thing is, I think what's really interesting with what you said is that it was other people around you saying, like saying that, no, you're good for this. Yeah. You know, like we're very, very good at being like, I'm not good enough. You know, having that almost overthinking, like mm -hmm. we have to be more loyal to whatever we're doing. Yeah. And everyone around us is like, no, we want to see you grow and we think you're really good and, you know. Um, so it's really, really interesting that you said that because it's sort of like, I think it would probably, probably it would have been a lot harder if you didn't have that backing and, yeah. you know. Um, and I'd be very quick to say that to other people Yes. Well, yeah, you've this got is these nice strengths yeah. because I yeah. do a lot of uh, mentoring and, you know, all that kind of thing. And, and, and I'm very good at sort of saying, look, you know what, you've got this. These are the skills that you've got. This is what you're going for. This is what you need to bring out in your interview. This is how you need to do this. But then when it comes to myself, you know, do I do I see those strengths and those opportunities? Probably not as well. And that, that probably goes for a lot of people. I think right? it's, it, it's more of a universal thing. And I, mm. I'm going to say I see it more in women. Yeah. yeah you know, true. and it's sort of like, but it, and it's also this, this idea of change not being a good thing. Like um, you know, I'm, I don't know if 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 you got people saying, you know, you've got it so good here. Why do you want to, you know, like why do you want to change? Why it's, do you want to? I, I totally different? agree because I feel like a lot of people do discourage, especially when you when you want to make a change when you've had a background in yeah. something. But I think there is a there is a level of bravery that goes with absolutely. It. So I do agree with the people yeah. who say yeah. to you, you're quite brave. Um, and as I, as I was just saying, actually, recently, that for us, we've had, obviously, when we started this podcast, this is a leap of faith as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, it's, and we were just saying at the core of it, it's because we enjoy, we enjoy talking to people, yeah. we enjoy talking to each other, we enjoy having these conversations. So why not bring them to the forefront yeah. and put them in a podcast? Yeah. Essentially, that's what it is. We're taking what our real life is and we're putting it into a podcast. But it's also we're learning. So, we're actually yeah. learning so much about ourselves exactly. and about the people that we've we've got on. So it's sort of, but it is, it's something where people would be like, especially when we decided to change, it was like, okay, so why would you do that? You've got it so, yeah. you've got it so good. And, you know, and it's like, only you know what you want. And it's only up to a certain amount where I think, you know, did you, did you ever feel like, okay, if I didn't, if I don't take this, then what, what would that mean for you? 
Yeah. And what did it? What would it have meant for you? I mean, for me, it was. Uh, I'll do it. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, I can always come back. Right. Yeah. And that's and 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 that was the the message my boss gave to me as as well. He's like, you're not going to come back. <laughs> if, it if it doesn't work out, yeah. it, it will mean that you know, not it won't necessarily mean that you weren't right for the role. Maybe the team wasn't right for you because yeah. this yeah. is definitely where you should be. So, and and just having you know having that that voice of confidence behind you, it makes so much difference. I mean, earlier on in my career, um, when I first moved into credit, it was like I'd um, I, it, it was like I joined a whole new bank. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was like, even though I was still within the same bank, yeah. I'd left frontline relationship banking and moved into credit, and I felt like I joined the whole new bank. The language was different, the systems were different. Was um, the culture different as well? The culture bit? was different. Okay. Um, and so interesting. And, and, and you really need people to help you make that transition. And I firmly believe that having enjoyment in a job is 90%. 95% about the people you work with rather than Absolutely. You know, the job Absolutely. that you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, and it was a, it was a very difficult transition. Um, and, and having, a, you know, a line manager or a team that puts their confidence in you really, really helps you progress because it's like, okay, I'll take on this difficult. I've been in a number of, you know, as you do in a number of corporate roles, very difficult conversations, having to say no to something that you've, you know, you've really tried hard to find every avenue to make work. Um, and managing stakeholder relationships. Um, it's probably one of the toughest you know, things. It is, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's hard. But having a line manager that says, look, I know you can do this. I've got every confidence that you know, you know what you're talking about, right? Because imposter syndrome it's absolutely real. It's real. <laughs> it kicks in in very difficult situations. And I've had some really good line managers that have said, look, if you need help, I'm standing right behind you, but you don't. But I'm there if you need it. And that's sometimes all you need is just knowing you know the fallback position. Somebody's there. Yeah, yeah right? exactly, exactly. And it is that age old phrase, right? That what you, the people that you want around you are the ones where, you know, what what they're saying about you when you're not there. Not you know, when you're not in the yeah, room. Yeah, that's true. And I've had some really good people behind me that I know that if I'm not in the room, they're there. And, and and there are still in this day and age there are people that you know oh your face doesn't fit your voice doesn't your accent doesn't fit right? yeah um and trying to overcome those biases even when you don't know that they're there it's you need somebody absolutely yeah. and it, it, what you're saying is absolutely true like whatever you're doing wherever you are especially it's the people that make your job yeah. and it's like you know I mean, there's also the danger zone of becoming too comfortable where you are. Yes, yeah, um, you can, you 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 can become comfortable, and that's okay yeah. if, if that's if that's what you want. If you're Absolutely. comfortable where you are, that's fine. But for me, I've always wanted to change. Once I stop learning in a role, hmm. I either want stretch or I want to move yeah. on because yeah. I've got. I mean, my name means thirst for knowledge, so yeah. I like to live there up you to. Go. That. <laughs> you know, there you um, go. <laughs> So the thing, the thing I wanted to ask you actually is when you said that you've got obviously you had credit or that kind of role or team or whatever it was to fall back on. How do you think you would have felt if you delved into the learning and development side and 
have had to come back. Maybe it wasn't the right fit. Like you, like, you know, like your, your manager would have said, maybe it wasn't the right team for you. Maybe the role wasn't right. Maybe you just deserved something that was different. Right. Yeah. You know, your your personality and the skills that you were bringing to it. But what? How how do you think you would have felt if you did have to fall back? I think I would have felt disappointed, um, embarrassed. I don't know. I don't know if I'd probably not embarrassed. Um, but it, you know, it takes a. It, You'd have to, it's a bit of pill to swallow, isn't it? That yeah. you, you know, you go out, you make this you take you know, a risk, yeah. adventure, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then you've come back. Yeah. But that's the nice thing about secondment, is that... Yeah, that you, you, know, do, you do have an end almost, you, yeah. you do have you know, a certain time. And, yeah. it's, and it's a good way of, you know, somebody testing whether you fit into their team, but also you testing whether this is the right thing for you. Um, and I, I'm a big advocate of making safe moves that way because it doesn't have to be all or nothing. No, yeah, um, absolutely not. And, you know, never burn your bridges. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, it's, no, true. it's so true. Like, you know, yeah, it doesn't. And I think we sort of, you know, making sure that we, okay, yeah, obviously change is always going to be there. But, yeah, you're absolutely right in saying, like, it doesn't have to be a BN and end all. And, mm. you know, and I think it also, it's probably, it's not just the fact that, you know, your line managers are great. It's you've made that effort for you to be able to keep those relations as yeah. well. Yeah. So it's detriment to you too. And you have to yeah, kind absolutely. of own that as well. Like, you know, um, and I mean, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, let's say that, you know, you had, you know, even when, you know, I'm guessing you're really enjoying it, mm. but let's say it wasn't something you came, you went into it and it wasn't something that, you, it wasn't what you thought it was. Yeah. Like, how do you deal with deal with situations like that, like in the workplace, but then even like at home? Because yeah. it's one of those things where I'm just thinking, you know, you're saying all these things about working and you know self doubting yourself, and mm -hmm. but you're a mom of two. Yeah. You are the woman of the house who, you know, you're a manager of your house, and I think with. <laughs> Especially for Asian women, it's this whole thing of like at home, you, you would never see that as a corporate thing, but you're literally managing different personalities, different age groups, everything. Yeah. And it takes a lot of it skill. It takes a lot of skill. And it's like you are so, it, you know, that is something that just comes naturally. But then when it comes to profession, being that in a professional context, we kind of something happens in our mind where it just switches. Because we don't we don't associate them as skills. Yes, right. So yeah, but they definitely are. Yeah. They so absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Stakeholder management. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So so man British managing situations, prioritization, deadline management. Yeah. That's, that's kind of exactly. stuff, right? But you don't translate it into no. skill, and that's one of the things I think that as um, we evolve in our careers, and definitely, I mean, when I look at the things that I'm doing at work, I'm looking at focusing more on skill and passion rather than, you know, being fixated with a grade or a job or a particular area. Because if you focus on your skills, you'll always be able to find somewhere you can go. Yeah, absolutely. And you tie that in with something you really enjoy, and actually that will lead you potentially down the same path that, that you're on, but in a different way, mm -hmm. or down something completely yeah. new. But it's about sort of having those moments where you think, okay, what is it that I'm really good at? What is it that I'd like to be good at? And how can I find a way to do that? And it's not just an onus on the individual, actually, in particularly in the corporate world, doors can tend to be quite closed with, oh, you need a degree in this, and oh, you need experience in this. 
actually what you need is a good strong set of transferable skills mm. yeah and the willingness to learn and somebody willing to give you a chance um and that's and that's what i needed somebody who's willing to give me a chance to make the change into my career i then later found out my manager was also ex-credit but now she's in the people's space oh, so there you go. has a chance yeah and i think if we talk about you know cultural barriers to career progression for example um you know there's not enough asian or south asian mm. female role models in the corporate space do you think there's a reason for that in your personal obviously i mean it's, yeah. <laughs> it, it could be that there's that there's maybe you've got a disparity in your population that there aren't enough um ethnic minorities female males any sort of uh, if you look at the spectrum of sort of inclusion diversity, you've got a lack of something somewhere. Yeah. Um, and so you don't have enough to climb up. There are still biases at play. And so are organisations, are they confident that they that their systems are correct in, how, in their recruitment, in their promotion, that they're not biased they're towards fair, one yeah, way, that yeah. they're being fair? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, and are they committed to creating the right environment and the culture for people to bring their whole selves to work you know um because if you can't bring your whole self to work how can you you're not going to be able to present present you can tell when somebody's being authentic and when they're not yeah and if they can't be authentic that's very present and if you're living as somebody else it's that's really tiring if you mm. feel like you can't bring yourself you know and, and i think that reflects in behavior as well does, yeah, yeah it does. absolutely you can tell when someone is genuinely not happy because i don't think yeah. that i think it's a level of happiness i yeah, think to be authentic, well. yeah absolutely which goes back to finding something that you enjoy, enjoy and yeah, passionate yeah. about right exactly. something physically draining you um and you're working long hours and you know you're taking it out on the family because you can't spend time with them i mean i i went through a period of that too part of my um you know career transition was because during uh covid lockdown work was horribly busy Mm. and we had homeschooling we were all in the house and it was really hard right um and and that those, those those pressures you know, I was homeschooling during the day and I was writing papers till three, four in the morning almost every day. And that and that takes its toll on you mentally, physically, um, you know, and then you've got to find a way out of it. Now, the credit world wasn't going to change, so I needed to change. So yeah. I looked at, you know, I went on that one hour seminar, I took out an hour. I'm, I'm so glad I <laughs> So what it was, was it actually, what was it actually about how do I ask the question? So you, you knew you needed to move from the credit arena kind of thing. But when you saw that course and when you applied to be part of it, yeah. was there anything, was it just a, oh, I just want an hour away from my normal day-to-day job? Mm-hmm. Or was it genuinely, I'm interested in this, I want to move into this area, let's see what happens. Like, what did you have in your yeah, head? It was literally, it was called, what does career success mean to me? And the emphasis was on me. Mm, right? Okay. And I thought, this sounds different. You know, I've not been on one of these before. Let's, you know, could I did did I have an hour to spare out the day? Probably not. But <laughs> in the grand scheme of yeah, things, yeah. it's worth that investment. That's exactly what I meant about learning right. and development. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah, because you know, everything else is a priority. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and what was really important that came across was that we can tend to follow career paths 
because we feel that that's the expectation, right? Yeah. It's a well-trodden path, so you should go from this to this to this. Yeah. But is that really what aligns with your morals, your core values, your passions? Um, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. And there's a slight cultural element to that because, you know, even in this day and age, I agree that from our generation downwards, we've probably branched out a bit more career-wise. Yeah. You know, if you're looking at sort of our parents' generation, you'd be looking at bankers, lawyers, doctors, you know, accountants, accountants yeah. you know, really yeah. good, solid, yeah. um, you know. Financially stable in a way. Financially stable yeah. positions, yeah. yeah. Stemming probably from the fact that when our parents came here, they didn't have that financial exactly. stability. Yeah, it was literally sort yeah. of, but it was also a very sort of, their living was very like work, home, yeah. that's it. Um and I don't think they're like you know they they weren't as exposed to things yeah. because it, it this does this actually reminds me of a conversation that my granddad had with one of my cousins when he was moving on from his first job, you know he's like I want to move up and stuff like that and every all everyone else kind of understood oh you know he's had his first job and now he's ready to move on, and when he told my granddad my granddad was like why what do you mean you're moving a job, and he's like oh because I want more money and I want you know I'm I'm kind of done with this role and. He just, my granddad just didn't get it. He's like, yeah, but you have a job already. They're giving yeah. you a job. It was yeah. almost as though you should be, you should thankful. be grateful. Yeah. yeah. You should be grateful for them for allowing you to be a part of their company and they're giving you, why would you sort yeah, of, you know. It's just a different mentality. It is a completely different mentality. And it's sort of just like, even still, it's all very, even my, like my parents' generation, only now as, as they're like, you know, my aunties and my uncles and all their kids are growing up and doing different things. It's still a very kind of carefully trodden path. Yeah. Don't do anything like any time, you know, anyone, any one of us talk about, oh, we're, we're trying to like look for a for, new, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of moving on. Then always be, but don't, don't quit your job before you've got another one. Yeah. Make sure, like, come, it was, it's that yeah, instant. It's the, it's, of, I think it's the financial stability. Yeah. That they've still got that in their minds. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, just it's make, make that, sure that you you've know, got that. that, yeah. that that work ethic and, and and you touched on a really good point you should be grateful yes right yes that still stems from you know people still feel that mm. there's a lot of people that think you know what culturally oh i'm grateful to get a promotion i'm grateful to be here i'm grateful to have this opportunity yeah. Yeah, you're grateful for it, but you've earned it as well. Yeah. Nobody's doing you a favour by yeah. promoting you. Nobody's doing you a favour by giving you a job. It's because they've seen something in you that they want. Um, yeah. And it's quite difficult to get out of that mentality because it is very much an ethnic minority mentality. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And so many things absolutely. that, um, you know, culturally come into play at yeah. work, you know, to be grateful for something that, you know, uh, we're taught as, you know, South Asian females that, you know, or just ethnic minorities in general, don't brag about your achievements, yes. right? Be humble in everything that you do. Yes, be humble, but in the corporate world, if you don't shout about your yeah. achievements... I was just yeah. about to say that. The truth is yeah. to tell your you story. Have to, you have to fight right? your own corner and it's in that sense. incredibly uncomfortable, yeah. right? That I, I still... I mean, I've got better at it over the years. You know, I've done this, I've done that, but it feels very meany me. And we're not, we're not, we're we not, are not, we are no. not brought up that Absolutely way. Not. And going into a room full of senior people, you're taught to respect and listen to your elders, right? Or, yeah, which or, is a different mentality. Yeah, a different oh my God. Yeah. When you go into a meeting, you have to hold you your have, right? Yeah, right? absolutely. You have to give people that are, yourself, you know, yeah. very senior, that could be three, four, five grades yeah. above you. 
But you might when know you more. Have you have done your own. Music. You are an expert in what you need to do. But yeah. that cultural element comes in because you're like, you know, um, oh my God, they're more senior than me. If I say something, I could rock the boat, right? Whereas would your male counterpart or would your non-ethnic minority yeah. counterpart, would they think twice about even it? Even if they were female. Yeah. Right. No, you know what, that even, it does go back to something that you, even you said in terms of like making sure when you go for something, it's not just are you a good fit for them, but are they a good fit for you yeah. as well? And yeah. it's sort of like that whole thing of like, just take what you're given. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, you shouldn't. If you go into a workplace where you are, sort of being just because there are still places that like you said yeah. still sort of like have a disparity almost yeah. with sort of ethnic minorities and like people with disabilities whether it's biased or unbiased or mm. unconscious or conscious it's like you still have to stand your ground and be like no no, no if this is not working for me then i'm gonna like it's, need to do i need to do something about it, it. and they're not worth doing that you know and it's it is this whole thing of like we should be oh my god we we you know they we're so thankful and yeah. you know yeah I, I i totally agree with that yeah. i think in our parents or, or grandparents generations we still have that they still think yeah. you should be in the job and you should you know be really you know feel really great that you've got a job in this or whatever but i think in our generation and beyond our generation i think we are more about hold on what about me? Yeah. But I think that is still difficult, like like we've just said, yeah. in the South Asian female kind of aspect of it, because we are always taught to not shout at ourselves, and it's so yeah. true. So I just wanted to ask, actually, before we move on, um, <laughs> about South Asian Heritage Month. So yeah. you said you're doing uh, yes. some activities yes. for this. Yes. So I just wanted to talk to you about that. What, yeah. what are you actually doing? So it's the first time that my organisation has uh, celebrated South Asian Heritage oh, wow. Month. Um, is that is that is there a reason behind that? Why they're doing it this time? It's be, well, I think it's the the, the, the ethnic minority network um, that okay. I'm part of. We've um, you know uh, taken it forward and That's said, "Yeah, this is what we're doing." Yeah, and, 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 and culturally, um, you know, it's really important. It's very, it's very, so it's a very good conversation to start. Activity, yeah. Right? Yeah, fantastic. And, um, one of the first conversations we had was around career confidence for uh, you know yeah. uh, South Asian females in particular, but for generally for ethnic minorities, yeah. and lots of activity going on, and basically just you know getting people on the journey right mm. because it's important to have an environment where you know you see other people like you um and you know you can you have an unspoken language right because you've got a common cultural uh background you've got you've, you 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 could be facing similar issues and you're in a population where you don't have to explain certain things yeah. right because it's there's an unspoken um agreement but also important to that is bringing that allyship with you so you know, you have that audience that is somebody that looks like you, sounds like you, but you need to bring allies on the journey because you can't progress without having allyship. So you want your mind managers understanding, you want, you know, your non-ethnic minority colleagues understanding so that you can create that safe space and that safe culture where everybody can bring themselves. So what has been the most challenging, do you think, about that? Because when I'm thinking about the workplaces I've worked in, there have been some fantastic managers who have absolutely understood that yeah. it's not their culture, it's not their religion, but they are very yeah. aware or not even just aware, but just open to the conversation of, okay, you're celebrating this, you're celebrating this festival, it's big in your religion, yeah. maybe you might need some time now, or, or yeah. whatever it might be, just yeah. little things. I think there are still a lot of challenges, but how have you found it like 
in, in the workplace and bringing on South Asian Heritage Month as an actual event? I, I would say that things in the corporate world look very different now, even than, you know, three, four years ago. We're, really? having, we're having conversations mm. now um, that you wouldn't even think to bring to the table then, which is which is great. And, it, and is, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't feel, certainly in my organisation, it doesn't feel like lip service, right? So some people do the one yeah. and done, hire yeah. a few of the minorities on the board. It's like tick boxes. Yeah. 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 Well, I think it's also that tick box, that tick box culture is like, it doesn't really, it doesn't really, it doesn't work because no, it's, it's like, just, just selfish. It, it is because it's sort of just like, okay, yeah, like there are, it, it could just be at, at, at certain points of an organization's time they've got more of a sort of more of a sort of similar culture kind of people because they're actually doing good work yeah. and then but if they're constantly like researching and rolling out sort of how they do their sort of employment process and stuff like that yeah. eventually it will happen but hiring someone just to be like oh okay we need to tick that box yeah can actually be quite detrimental. And it's difficult, right, for the yeah. person to so feel. Yeah. Like, have I only been hired because, you know, uh, I'm Asian, I'm female, I'm under 40, yeah. you know, uh, I've got flexible working time. Yeah, exactly. Is it because of those things? Yeah. Um, and until the culture is completely right, there could be an element of, you know, but then that's down to the line manager and to the colleague understanding that actually you're here, you've earned your right to be here, you have a seat at the table, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's about having that cultural aspect. Yeah. And organisations, they understand now that actually having a diverse representation, even if it's you think just, just in monetary terms, yeah. they are so much more profitable. I think it's best beneficial. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because do you feel like you've, you've had to, like wherever you've had, times where you are the ethnic minority you've had to you feel like you've had to prove yourself so much more than anybody else you are only as good as your last good deal yeah yeah and you've got to constantly be at the top of your game right because you're constantly proving yourself that in itself is really really tough because then it's like it's almost as though like you feel like you're gonna everyone's looking at you so you and someone else can be on the same role but because you there's something different about you. Yeah. There is more onus on, okay, but how do you perform? It's fine for them because they are the, the you know, whoever the other person is, yeah. it's very similar to everybody else. Yeah. But there's something that is different about you. Yeah. So there's more sort of direction of what are you doing? How well are you doing? Are we going to judge you? I think there's a pressure. Yes. Yeah. I was just about to say, but sometimes right. I feel that there's a pressure, but I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I feel like I put that pressure on myself a little bit. Like, I do, yeah, 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 because yeah, I feel yeah, like I, I need to prove I, it. I need to prove myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm role modelling. Exactly. Right? Yes. If I, I need to get this if right. I, yeah. if, if I trip up, oh, it has an impact on how they view all South Asian yes. You yes. Know, women. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. But we don't, I think it's very difficult to get into a position where people see past your race or yeah. whatever it is and actually think you are good at that role. Mm, it yeah. takes a lot of time and in some places it never happens. I'm just is, sorry to say, but, but it the thing is, it's also the fact that I feel like, um, and, and I, I, you know, with Asian women, I that's the only like what I've experienced in terms of we do loads and loads of things right, but we get one little thing, it doesn't even yeah. have to be something that's yeah, wrong, yeah, yeah. That's, it could be something that's slightly that different, fixated on. and we beat ourselves up over that we so much that. because I think we are definitely like 
I feel like we have more of a the conversation about who we're supposed to be yeah. is you should not do anything wrong. You have to be the perfect this, that, and the other, and you have to be perfect to everything at all times. And with the the onus of not making a mistake is like, oh my god, how can you do that? Exactly. Like really, you're just human. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, now people are like, oh, it's fine, don't worry, we can fix. It's fixable. Yeah, you know? yeah. In the grand scheme of things, it's fixable. It's fixable. And it's that age old, you know, would a man worry about? Yeah. It? <laughs> no, oh, this is, is, is going to sound right. absolutely awful. <laughs> Say it. But <laughs> I think in since the pandemic, I have noticed myself asking that more. Yeah. Because I just feel like, obviously, we know statistically women did more, as you've just said, in yeah. your personal kind of experience. Women did a lot more in the pandemic at home. Yeah. Absolutely. Alongside their very busy full-time jobs whether they're working from home or going in as key workers Mm -hmm. but i just feel like i ask it more now of if i was a man would i be treated like this would this be expected of me would i have to have done this within the deadline or do you you get what i mean and i don't know why but i yeah, I felt like But I'm it's asking, true. It is, actually, you know, you're saying that there is something that I did want to ask you. And, you know, because you said, especially during the pandemic where you were like, you know, there was, you had to juggle. I mean, you had to juggle a lot anyway. But there it was sort of like you kind of had to sacrifice time with family and stuff like that. I might be making an assumption here, but please do correct me if I'm wrong. But if you felt any guilt, how did you deal with I think you did like you did. how I remember speaking about yeah, this like yeah how was how did you deal with that and what yeah what 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 was in in just that term and how you felt like you know what was that process like and how did you come out of it if you can never come out of it it was it was really really hard actually because you know when you're so absorbed in what you're doing you don't necessarily feel like you're just like you know head down I need to get this deal done I need to do this and it was during the pandemic, the whole world had stopped turning, everybody needed money, and that was effectively what my job was, was just lending money safely, um, um, but actually getting it done very, very quickly. So uh, it was, it was, I mean, and it, and it wasn't just me working ridiculous hours, it was a fair few of my colleagues as well doing it. And, and, and yeah, the guilt was real because it wasn't, it wasn't just the time that you were spending with them. It was the fact that you're emotionally unavailable when you're with them as yeah. well. I'd be with them physically, but mentally I'd be in my work, right? And and, and and I can say it now because I'm I'm out of it and my family friends saw it saw it before I did. Mm. Um that you know you know, your kids need you, they need your time. Um and you know, I was just I was constantly just frustrated, tired. And it would be my kids that were there in the front of it, right? That you know, you know, and, and I just sat back and I thought, what is going on? You know, mm. what what you know, and, and, and that was one of the reasons for me I thought, right, something needs something to give. Something, something needs to give, give. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Something yeah. needs to give. Um and uh, that's you know, I went through that's when I went on that on that seminar as well actually and it all kind of made me think, right, I need to do something. What is it that's making me feel this way? Okay, it's my work. Right, mm. so then I need to do something about the work. And even my managers saw it before I did. They were like, dude, do you think you're doing too much? You know, are you sure you're coping okay? And I, and even 
having that conversation was difficult because yeah. because it's an admission. Yeah, that it's an admission that, that something's wrong. That yeah. I that I'm struggling to balance it. Yeah. Be vulnerable as well. Because you think it's tough. Then. I can't. Really I can't really show a vulnerability at work, yeah. and I think a lot of women feel yeah. that. Yeah, especially South Asian. Yeah. Because people are going to pounce on it and be like, right, well, she clearly can't cope. Yeah. Yes. But actually. Yeah. It's. Not that you can't cope, is that you need support at different yeah, times of it. And that's what a team is there for. Absolutely. But you always feel like you have to do that. But also, you know, right. you know, like like you just said, that they're going to think that you're being, you, you know, you that can't cope. Yeah. I feel like tags like that stay. Yeah. I yeah. might be wrong. They do. But yeah, I think yeah, they yeah, would, yeah. that would yeah. stick to you then, yeah. isn't it? That yeah. would stick to you, that people will just and constantly fear stop giving you work yeah. or yeah. stop. Yeah. Or yeah. they'll think like, oh. She can't do it, so it hampers your future career. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. When in reality, and and I had such a good boss at the time, and you know, he said to me, um, "Are you sure you're all right? Are you sure you're fine?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine." And then, um, you know, one day, I uh, everything just went wrong. I was supposed to be in a really senior committee. Our internet turned off. Um, you know, everything was just going wrong, and you know, I just I remember I just found out my boss, and I was like, and I just unloaded to him and he was like right i knew there was something wrong but i couldn't help you until you told me yeah. right um and you you can keep asking somebody is everything okay but until they're ready yeah. to expose that vulnerability it's really difficult for them to help. also the other person needs to be ready to hear it as well. right yeah. exactly you know and he did and he used to check in on me all the time like how's it going if you need to not attend this or if you need to not do this yeah, and I, and I told him the truth. I'm like, look, I don't want you to think I can't cope. And he's like, but you're it's homeschooling. Not, it's not time. that you can't yeah. cope. This is something that nobody has ever had to had deal to do with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. This, See, this I really, I really want to say, oh my god, you know, like my instinct would be, oh my god, you're so lucky to have a boss like that. But really, no. If all, no, there should be everyone should be like that. You know, that should be something that you're lucky. Surprised at the number because, and this is where. Corporate overtakes yeah. compassion, right? Because they've got deadlines on their yeah. head, so they forget that actually there's, there's a human there's a people. Yeah, there's people an actual there. Work. And they're not, right? yeah. And uh, it's true. It is, it's it's very hard. true. And it's hard. And it's hard being, you know, a, a people line manager yeah. as well, right? Because you're absorbing everything. Yeah, you're absolutely. trying to manage work. You've got your own stuff. And you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's so good having, you know, and having and being, you know, being. that person. So when you're treated compassionately, you extend that to other people, people right? Children. And it's because, so important to yeah. have people like that around you. Oh yeah. To learn from because I know that when I I don't I've never formally line managed, I have informally managed. Um but that's the kind of leader that I would like yeah. to be. Yeah. Compassionate, somebody that has an open door, you know, and, and, and creating that culture and that environment. And that's where I think actually we can probably do more to help each other with oh, absolutely. Right? It's definitely is that you know you almost become so corporate that you forget your your roots and you forget that there are people yeah. that you know like one of the main reasons changing into my role is that i don't want people to face the issues that i did in their earlier careers right um we need to do more of that of you know sharing our own experience sharing our vulnerabilities i mean you quite often get very senior females right and you'll ask them well you had a family and work how did you cope and the stock answer is usually i had a nanny or my husband to the yes family, right? yes it's like well that's not really helpful. It's not the answer. That's, that's not, not the answer. answer. That is not helpful. In reality, not everybody can afford a nanny. Yeah, not exactly. everybody wants to have a nanny, no. right? They, 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 you know, show also, them. But show your vulnerability as yeah. well. Show the fact that 
you felt guilty if you didn't miss sports day. Or you felt guilty if yeah, you didn't yeah, exactly, that's, that's, yeah, that's right? exactly what I'm Show saying. that vulnerability because it makes it okay for other people to feel that. To, sh- to show the same vulnerability. Yeah, it's, yeah. That, it's that culture of, especially for women, oh yeah, you can have it all. Yeah. And there's something, I can't remember who said it, but I, you know, I, I read a quote of someone saying, you can have it all, but just at different times. Yes, yeah, that's exactly it's, right. a balance. And it's, it's a complete it balance. Itself. And the thing is, we're never going to be able to, you know, we're never going to be able to not feel guilty about these things. But, you know, like just you talking in my head, I'm like, already you're on this journey of being such an amazing role model for your kids yeah. and being able to be, like, actually have them see somebody in a position where, you know, you've, you're of service of other people, how you want to be, and being happy in a position where you can, you are able to balance yeah. both sets, both yeah. sides of yeah. being in, in a professional role and being someone who is there for your family, figuring out how to balance that, but then also forgiving yourself yeah. through that, like, yeah, feeling that was, guilty and stuff that like was that. Hard. That period was really hard. Absolutely. And, and you know, thinking back to how it you know would have felt for the kids, yeah, and, you know, and 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 with my old daughter, I she's she's very mature, and I had a very frank conversation with her. I said, look, I said, um, I have not been here in the way that I would like to be, and she's like, no, 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 you're fantastic, and all this, you know, she's, she's absolutely wonderful. She's they, very mature they, for her age. They both are. You know, and I said, I said, no, I said, I haven't been here in the way that I wanted to be. So now mommy's going to start looking for new roles. And I remember when I went for my interview for this particular role, I mean, yeah. now, it was first thing in the morning when she left the school, she said, mommy, I'm going to think of you. Because I know you're going to be in your interview. And uh, then I, I went to pick up from school later in the day and I actually got the call to say, you know, you've got it successful, you've got the job. And the first person I told was her. So oh, I went to school and Mummy, how was your interview? And I said, yeah. I actually got the job. She said, what, they told you already? I said, yeah, I said, I've got the job. And the first thing she said was, yeah, you'll be getting money back. Oh, oh, and that just but cemented you know what? it for me. It's because right? also you had that conversation with her to be like, okay, she's Very my child. Yeah. But you are already... Like, because I would, like, I would never have thought, like, I don't ever remember my mum ever talking to me about, because it just wasn't in her, their peripheral to be no, like, oh, hold on, let me, yeah. let me be honest, open and honest with my children in order for them to understand. Because they are, they're so smart. They're so much smarter than we, than we think they are. And already you've managed to open that conversation to say, I know you're quite young at the moment, but I'm going to tell you what's going on with me and having that open conversation yeah. rather than, I'm your mum. I'm a role model that has everything right, and I know I know everything. But you also gave her an insight of actually no, things can be a bit, yeah. you know. And you were vulnerable with her, and I mean, I think that's amazing. Honestly, I think that's so it's amazing. True. So true. Um, yeah. Should we start oh, with the this or that? Absolutely. So oh, obviously, we are having a this or that session, and. I feel like we've not even completed our conversation. No. But as usual, we can do a round two. We could probably Thank you for volunteering to come in for round two. Oh my god. Absolutely. Okay, so this or that. And Shaman's gonna stop. Okay. 
So this, my ones aren't anything. To, well, they might be a bit controversial, but not even controversial. Might be linked, but okay. Um, early bird or night owl? Early bird. That was so easy. <laughs> um, talking or listening? Listening. Oh, okay. I do like talking, but I like to listen to other people as well. <laughs> That's what makes a good line manager. Good manager. <laughs> so true. Good CEO. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, glam up or dress down? Uh, dress down. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to change one of mine because I feel like you've already answered it. Okay. But this is not that one. I'm going to do that last. Okay, uh, leader or follower? Okay, oh, you did say to me probably 18 months, two years ago, I would have said follower. Oh, interesting. my own journey. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that. That's so cool. Well, talking of being a leader, this is a little bit more, um, what's the word? Literal. Driver or passenger princess? <laughs> Everyone knows my reality that I avoid driving as much as I can, so passenger princess all the way. Yay! <laughs> we have another one here. Okay, so this is when I was going to change. It was something I was going to ask you, but I feel like you've already asked it, and I think it's very obvious from the from the conversation what you would have said. So I've got another one: self love or outside validation. God, because <laughs> oh, we all need both. I know. Both. Outside validation is always uh, an element, I think, to everyone. But I've, as I've got older and I've been through different experiences, I think self love is just if you don't practice that you can't possibly love anybody else it's true, it's true. very very else. true oh my god thank you so much for joining us it's been, it's been lovely and we have already set ourselves up for a part two absolutely so, obviously it's been a great success absolutely <laughs> and when we speak to you next there's probably going to be even more stuff that you're going to be like yeah i did this i did this oh, oh by the way i'm leading this team i'm, I'm, gonna, I'm so ready, for it. I'm so yes, ready so for it. we're manifesting it here yes absolutely thank you we're cheerleading you on Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. And thank you everyone for listening to this thank you so much. guest, which, you know, is as important as, as any other guest. Any and it's guest. been an important conversation again. So thank you so much, Diggs, for joining us and letting us know that no matter at what age and no matter at what point you are in your career, you can make a safe move somewhere yes. else. Yes. Absolutely. Successfully. Thank you skills and passions that you're away from. Absolutely. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can email us. We've got an email address, voiceout at podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much to DJ Shy Guy, who has done our jingle for us. We love you. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, And we don't want to keep it in. We want want to. to. Voice it out. Bye. Bye.